again, what a great, great crisp day. I haven't been, <laughs> haven't been outside in this cold, seems like in a couple of years. Um, it's going to be really interesting to watch the, see how the students work, work with the cold. They've got some snowshoeing, cross-country skiing, high ropes. Uh, it's all going to be amazing, but it's going to be cold. We'll see how it goes. We are Mr. Casinas and Mr. Darling, and you're listening to A Day in the Life. Welcome back, HTS. I'm Mr. Darling. We just returned from the annual Grade 7 winter camping experience at Bark Lake yep. uh, with our Grade 7s and Grade 11s. Not only is this experience an experiential learning opportunity in terms of the outdoor ed and stewardship pillar, but it also provides an opportunity for our students to practice self-awareness. Could you give us some insight into that with our grade sevens? Yeah, it's a fabulous experience. And um, I think what, what really ramps up the self-awareness piece is the fact that they're out there, they're up north, if you will, uh, in the cold, in the winter. Um, and so there's lots of things that they're asked to do outside, and this really gives them a sort of a challenge to work outside their comfort zone. They start to learn how to cross-country ski or snowshoe or do a high ropes course, but it's also maybe 20 below. And that really gives everybody a, a good sort of uh, moment of pause to think about, uh, you know, what am I willing to try and what am I, where are my limits in terms of what I, what I want to do. And as for the grade 11s, it also supports the leadership program here at HTS. Mm -hmm. uh, and in terms of agency, why would students sign up for this experience? Um, I think it's a really nice sort of combination of things. You have Barclay staff there teaching the grade 11s a little bit about thing, uh, leadership and also how to belay and things like that. So it's a, some really si nice, rich skills that they can learn. But it's also kind of a... A smaller uh, group that that uh, of leaders so there's eight of them and they really get a chance to work together as a as a team and unlike the Timberlane experience which is a, a lot more kids and a lot sort of many pieces this is sort of a quieter moment with a smaller team that really allows them to focus in on what their strengths as leaders are but also maybe what their weaknesses are so we, we talk about both we set goals and we really try to to sort of root out uh, those things and get better at them and I think it's nice too that the students get to practice the leadership skills that they worked on at Timberlane. So this is mm -hmm. a yep. follow-up to that opportunity as well. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So um, I'm really excited to share what we what we did. Uh, this this week's podcast is a little bit different. Um, as I sort of walked around with the microphone and, and sort of recorded everything I saw and did. So it's kind of like a personal audio essay, and uh, I'm excited to share it with you. Shall we give it a listen? Seven Bark Lake Winter Camping Experience has long been an HTS tradition. Kids come outside, explore the great outdoors, and get a sense of what it means to uh, step outside their comfort zone, do some cross-country skiing, snowshoeing, high ropes, 
in another way, in a way that's outside the classroom, interacting with their peers, grade 11s, staff and teachers. It's a fabulous break from uh, some of the usual routines. It becomes a strong memory for many of the kids. Grade 11 counselors are chosen on the basis of an application to come. Most of the kids have been here as grade seven, so this is a really fantastic sort of cycle of, of kind of experience and then leadership that we're able to offer the kids. And they're asked to do any number of things, from staying with the kids in the cabins, to leading their groups, to organizing activities and games at night. It's a really fabulous uh, leadership moment for young, younger people who've already maybe proven themselves uh, to be great leaders at Camp Timberlane or Camp Wanakita. And it's just another opportunity for them to come outside, step away from the classroom, and find out a little bit more about themselves in these amazing outdoor spaces that we're so lucky to be part of. While we're here for three days, that shows that we respect one another. Once the grade sevens check into their rooms, they head over to the dining hall with the Bark Lake staff to do some introductions and set some goals for the week. After that, the grade 11s, after a camp tour, head over to the climbing hut for a belay school and an opportunity to meet some other Bark Lake staff and set some leadership goals for themselves. It's a great opportunity for them to hang out and figure out just what their role is going to be during the week. Let's head on over to there and see what's going on. Frank? Uh, one of my goals were to uh, being able to problem solve if there's any conflict because obviously it's not going to be... Uh, Everything's going to be perfect and like, um, let's see if there's a kid that's um, kind of excluded, being able to like bring him and understand him in a way and like uh, being able to uh, picture myself in his shoes, him, his or her shoes and just being able to connect with the kids. I'm going to come back because it's, it's kind of the way we're hoping we can continue to talk to you guys about leadership and come back to those core values of courage, empathy, respect, and integrity, and I asked you that in your application to talk a little bit about one of those ideas. Um, let's not forget those, and I'll just, maybe for the sake of, again, our, our friends here, um, could, you, could you just share quickly the one word that you wanted to sort of focus on? Do you remember what you said in your application? If you don't, Haley's being honest with me, that's okay. <laughs> but it was a... Uh, before Christmas. Before, okay, so yeah, lots has happened. But you, you, they didn't know I was going to ask them this, so yeah. all due respect. But there's four, so maybe just very quickly, uh, of those four, courage, empathy, respect, integrity. What's what's the one that um, you you could sort of speak to in terms of uh, maybe being important in terms of how you interact with the sevens? Think about that. Not maybe less about self but more about what do you think you want to bring to your interactions with the sevens. Lauren? My word was empathy, mm -hmm. because I think it's important to put yourself in their shoes mm -hmm. and re like respond in a way that you think they'd be comfortable and like enjoy their time. Looking up and being like making someone older than you proud, that can make a massive difference for a lot of younger students. So those really small things where you can just be excited for them or, you know, those random compliments. You see a hat and you're like, hey, that's a really cool hat. What? I think so. So I'm walking here with Sandra, one of the great Bark Lake staff. 
and we're heading over the high ropes course. And Sandra, I'm wondering if you can tell tell our great listeners what's um, what's great about high ropes courses and and in terms of being able to teach leadership. I think one of the important things about leadership is uh, being able to be on the same level as whoever you're, you're leading for. And high ropes provides an opportunity to be vulnerable mm. and I think vulnerability is really important in that it allows you to learn um, so being afraid of heights is very very common and even those who say that they're not afraid of heights still put themselves into a position of vulnerability when they come here but it's in a very uh, safe environment so it's it's really perceived risk but it's just as effective and um, I think that when folks come here and put themselves in a vulnerable position, seeing your leader be vulnerable yep. instills a trust in them. And everyone that comes here gets to be vulnerable in some way, shape, or form, even if they don't end up climbing. Um, they put themselves in a position where someone's entrusting their life, right? That's what it feels like, at mm -hmm. least. And that puts them in a vulnerable position. And to be vulnerable and to have trusted someone can make a big impact on yourself and on the relationship you have with that person. I love that because we don't often think of leaders as being vulnerable. So that's kind of uh, paradoxical almost. But yeah. uh, that's a really powerful idea, showing your, showing your openness to take a risk, that kind of thing. Thank you. You're welcome. That's awesome. So one of the cool things at the Bark Lake uh, High Ropes course is they have these signs all over the course um, that talk about leadership. And uh, I'm standing beside a pole that talks about a leader is someone who motivates. And there's a quote underneath it by Vince Lombardi says, The greatest accomplishment is not in never fa falling, but in rising again after you fall. So all around this course, um, there's lessons for the kids, not only in terms of what they do, uh, their physical experience, but... Um, there's little, little words, little quotes, little ideas about how to lead and, and how, to, how to fail sometimes too. It's really cool. So before the grade 11s uh, work with the grade 7s, they get a chance to practice everything, all the knots, all the rigging, and now they're about to uh, belay each other on the actual course. Let's listen to Megan and Haley as they tie themselves in. Hello. Hi. I thought you were taking a video. I was going to no. start waving. Why is it going to sit in? Pull down. Is that good? Yeah. I have to do that thingy? Yes. Fine. Or you want me to fall? No, I don't. Does it go under? Lake's got a great staff um, who do a really good job of leading our grade 11s and also talking and leading the grade 7s. Let's listen into Sandra. In that we need lots of helpers for, um, for in order to get one person up in the air we need we need a lot of helpers so those are the ways that the people the folks that uh, don't don't want to climb can still participate and of course the people who do want to climb can still participate that way um, so we want to make everyone feel safe so we're going to start um, with two people at a time to belay on that one you know we talk a lot about this comfort zone thing and what I love about camp experiences and, and maybe even winter camping more is the fact that um, it's a bit of a great leveler. Uh, not too many of us are 
great cross-country skiers. Maybe none of us have ever snowshoed before. Certainly high ropes is a challenge and in the cold it's even more challenging. So what I think one of this kind of experience does for kids is it once again creates an equality um, which is good for all of us to to not be the best at things and to to have to struggle a bit that's healthy and uh, camp experiences do that um, do that in a way that we we need more of so we're just returning from the high ropes I'm walking here with Joseph and Joseph your experience just now what uh, <laughs> they fall down in the snow. What uh, what kind of things come to mind about leadership uh, when you're working on a high ropes course? Uh, I think the biggest thing, well, what we did just now is uh, appreciating empathy. Okay. It's one thing to, cool. to look, but it's another thing to actually do. And we can we mm. can like kind of be a cheerleader all we want and say like, oh man, that looks so easy. But when you actually do it, you realize that you can tell from my heavy breathing <laughs> that it's, it's a really yeah. exhausting. It's so cold out here. My feet, my feet are so wet, and uh, it's just a different experience actually doing it rather than just watching. And that's something you got to take into account when you're belaying and you're yeah. uh, supporting the kids. Understanding that it's not the easiest task. Once again, going outside of that comfort zone. Uh, so that's really it. Just, just empathy. It kind of yeah. helps you enhance that trait. Sounds like you uh, believe in sort of a. <laughs> Leadership, <laughs> leadership by example kind of thing, right? Of course, of course. I'm you not going to make you do you anything what I, that I'm not comfortable doing myself. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah, nice. Well, well done. You got to the top of the pole. Thank you. Wait, <laughs> what? I'm talking. Uh, who's who am I talking with? Uh, Aiden. Aiden, Aiden, what'd you learn this afternoon? Uh, I learned a lot of things, and I learned <laughs> like like how to make a snowman with holes in it. You've made a snowman in this snow? It's not very packy. Yeah, it's over there, the snowman. Oh, cool. It has holes in it. Are you having fun? Yeah. Good. It's really fun. Ah, but awesome. cold. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be even colder. We're going to be out here in a campfire later yeah. on, I think. So. It's going to be fun. All right. Thanks, man. I'm, I'm going to put this in a podcast. Is that all right? Another great uh, Bark Lake tradition is the uh, first night campfire. So we've just wandered down from a fabulous game of running Pictionary, and now we're gathered around the fire, being loud and fun, having fun outside in the wintertime. And we're about to have s'mores. Standing here with Megan, Olivia, and Joseph, uh, grade 11 Barclay counselors around the campfire, post s'mores, and I want to know from you very quickly what's been the best part of today? Uh, for me, it was the Pictionary because we got to play with all the kids and run around. So yeah, that was fun. Thank you very much. For me, it was probably getting to like know all the kids and talking with them and like, building those relationships. Um, relationships, awesome. Another great Bark Lake tradition is something Neil Morgan started a while back, kind of a Morgan moment, as we used to call it, where we bring the kids together and debrief the day, but also talk about things that uh, Things that might be on their mind about how to be leaders or how to be young men and women um, in middle school at HTS, things like that. Grade 11s share their experiences and share some of the thoughts they have about how they've charted their path from grade 7 to 11. It's just a really nice way to end the day, coming together and talking about stuff that's not related to homework or anything like that. 
just walking from that to a uh, debrief session with my grade 11s. Well, we'll talk a little bit about their roses and thorns for the day and um, hear about all their goals for tomorrow. It's going to be, it's been a great day. It's Thursday morning and we're waking up to a few inches of snow. It's fabulous to uh, have fresh snow for being outdoors. We've had our breakfast, we've taken our group picture, and now the kids will spend time rotating through various outdoor activities. I'm off to join the Lynx group to do some snowshoeing. It's going to be a fabulous morning. The sights and sounds of strapping in to go snowshoeing. So I'm snowshoeing here with Lucia, one of the awesome Bark Lake staff. And uh, Lucia, I wondered if you could tell us what you think is one of the best things about working with kids uh, outdoors in the wintertime. Well, this is uh, technically my first year as an outdoor educator outside. I am a certified teacher. And I have to say that after working in the classroom for a while um, and then having this experience, Kids definitely have a different level of engagement when you're outdoors with them. And I very much find that inspiring as an educator to see that kids that maybe don't always thrive in the classroom environment thrive in different ways and grow in different ways when you just give them the opportunity to be outdoors and explore and move their bodies and ask questions um, and just really have a different environment and surroundings. I find it really, yeah, I, I see the change in students and I think it's a much needed experience. Yeah, awesome. That's great. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I'm aware of the heavy irony of my technology right this second and I feel a bit like Bear Grylls, but we're all, the grade sevens on their snowshoe or now doing what's called a sit spot where we walk into the woods and find a quiet place and just by themselves listen and the quiet the silence is deafening it's so cool and I hope they're I hope they're listening there's absolutely not a breath of anything so cool. I've just walked into a room with people blindfolded, obstacle courses, and we're obviously worrying on, working on co-op, trust, and communication. You can hear the fun as they work their way around the obstacles. So I'm back on the high ropes course Thursday afternoon, checking in on our next group of grade sevens who are about to climb and our grade elevens who are about to belay and help them out. Looking forward to watching the grade elevens uh, try and do their thing in terms of leading the way. 
Lots of awesome climbing, lots of awesome cheering, lots of awesome bravery. Some grade sevens right at the very top of the pamper pole. Robbie's doing a wicked job. Wow, no fear, Robbie. Well done. And he's maybe even going to try and jump off. Jump. Easy for you to say, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> wow, brave boy, very cool, and lots of encouragement, which is the best part. So I'm walking with Haley and Matthew, having just done their belaying on the uh, high ropes, and folks, I'm interested in, in if you can tell us a little bit about what you've learned about either yourselves as leaders or maybe a challenge uh, in today's activities. Um, something I've learned about myself is really using communication. It's a really important asset to have when talking with younger kids than you so they understand what's happening and like that they can trust you because during the high ropes course, a lot of them were a little scared that we were going to be belaying them yeah. up to the top. But if you just communicate them, communicate with them before they go up there and just and just uh, make reassure them of everything and just ask them like little small talk, it really helps get their mind off things. So communication and you found they listen to you all the yeah. time yeah. sometimes <laughs> just yeah good thank you yeah. Matthew yes I totally agree with Haley uh, these kids were an amazing group and with uh, communication we could encourage them give them instructions and make sure that they felt safe on the high rope obstacles and also I found that hard work pays off <laughs> I wasn't really good last, um, last night with the knot tying so I practiced a lot and that really helped me today paid off Great, congrats, you both did a great job. I'll see you at dinner, thank you. Another great Bark Lake tradition is the night hike. We're just heading out into the pitch dark, hopefully to uh, see what it's like to get rid of the light in our lives and uh, appreciate nature at night, the silence, uh, hopefully the silence, and a lot of other cool things we got planned to all. Off we go into the woods. So I'm walking here with Max, one of the Bark Lake staff, and we've just coming back from our night hike. And Max, I'm wondering if you could sort of explain, in, in your, from your point of view, what's what's so amazing about taking kids out on a on a night hike. So what I've noticed is when we get a group of students from the city, especially, they get up here after a long bus ride. They've been with their friends. They've still got school on their mind. And the first day is often kind of hard to coordinate everybody. If we go for a night hike yeah. that night, there's a dramatic difference in the atmosphere the next day because somehow not being able to see, putting them in the situation that they're not used to, yeah. it really helps them kind of integrate into our atmosphere here at Barclay. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's funny, I, I'm going to keep talking here, but it's funny how they react differently when they're out here because they're so out of their element. Right. They're so, they're uneasy, they're a little bit more yeah. kind of um, goofing around because I think it's their coping mechanism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's great. 
And it's cool too to talk about the senses and yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's 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 a fabulous opportunity, and they just, we just don't get enough chance when we're in the city. That's it. That's it. That's why. What makes this such a special kind of opportunity? And I'm sure you've been doing you've been doing this for years, so I'm sure you feel the same as me that it's just so rewarding to share this, it is. especially with young people. Yeah, they need this more and more, more yeah. than ever. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Absolutely, pleasure. Grade 11s are tasked with uh, putting together some activities on the second night. We're right in the middle of this one. The group's playing a game of Pulse, trying to set the Bark Lake record. Joseph's giving the instructions. Here we go. Seconds. Impressive. So I just came from coming from a great last debrief with the grade sevens and teachers. Uh, we had a really good talk about all kinds of good things, and now I'm going into the our second debrief with the grade 11s and they've just run a fabulous nighttime activity and uh, I'm hoping to hear about all their triumphs and struggles um, in their uh, in their roles today anyway I'll touch base soon so guys uh, it's our last morning here at Bark Lake what's been the best thing so far so far for me, it was like some of the indoor activities and it was just nice getting to know people that you didn't know. Awesome. Love that answer. What about you, sir? Um, I really liked how I could strengthen the bonds I already have with people yep. and then also make new bonds and connections that I'll probably keep until grade 12. And where did you find yourself More. connecting, uh, making those bonds? What, what um, I felt in every activity oh, yeah. I was making bonds because every activity you have to do some sort of teamwork. Yeah, absolutely. Over to you. Um, best part of best Bark Lake? It's probably what happened, everything that happened in this dining hall. Is the oh, yeah. grade 11s, they mixed up tables so that we yep. can know different types of people. There's different type, types of food that I have to try. <laughs> we have different types of games. Yeah, lots of stuff going on. Well, thank you. You guys have been uh, really good uh, participants, and I appreciate you uh, trying your best. And that was the Bark Lake experience, Mr. Casinas. It was just a fabulous three days. The grade 7s and 11s did so well. And uh, I had a lot of fun uh, being up there and putting this podcast together with them. Mr. Darling, it looked like it was a fantastic opportunity for the grade 7s and grade 11s being outdoors and getting some valuable skills. And I uh, like looking forward to hearing more about their experiences. Um, HTS next week, our next podcast, is, will be featuring the Arts and Wellness Week. So please stay tuned for that. And we look forward to hearing from you soon. Bye for now. That's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs>